Monday motivation. Start your week off flying high. Monday motivation. It's your time to rise and shine. Hey guys, happy Monday. Monday um, motivation podcast. Today we have uh, one of my friends. Her name is Juliana Lima. Juliana Lima has an incredible story that will connect to all the women that will listen to this. And even if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you also feel connected because I'm sure you know someone that faced it, what Juliana Lima faced it. And I do have to say, I being Uh, watching Juliana live her life and her life is worth to stop and listen today. (laughs) I always love to tell her that she has a book inside of her and I really (laughs) believe that. And I think this podcast is a little seed for the book that will come in the future. I really believe that. So hi, (laughs) Jill. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Very good. So I know that this conversation that we are going to have today, it's, it's painful. It can be very sense. It is a tender area for yeah. many people. I know yes. that, but it's yes. a conversation that must happen because sometimes someone wants to hear something that related to them or to their family members, that there's somebody that struggles or struggled in the past. We're trying to, have a baby and not being able to. And then the journey that took you to the entire process in your life and your husband and everything. So just my very first question is, I know you're going to be sharing your story with us, which is an incredible story, but what is infertility means to you today? Uh, I was, and that's such a tough question because infertility can be something that can be applied in so many areas of our lives. We can be infertile in, um, in so many areas, you know, that's not directly related to children or having children. But um, to me, infertility, it, it, it's, um, you know, not being able to bear the fruit of your womb, not being able to carry a child, um, it was it was very tough because it took a toll on my um, spiritual life because it's it's God's commandment to multiply right and be fruitful and um, being a follower of Christ in the Bible it was very tough for me so um, it is to not be able to have children to me personally that's what infertility meant to me and it took a toll in my spiritual life and my physical life. Um, but of course, um, it's just, it, it's the inability to produce life. Right. And that can be very, um, difficult. It can, it can, it can, it can really make someone, um, doubt God's existence, your own existence, and you can really struggle with it. Yeah. So how do you, can you help someone to say, how can you feel, how can you hold into hope when you feel hopeless? Well, I'll tell you what worked for me <laughs> because, um, 
one of, I, I did two things. Uh, one of the things is look up. <laughs> you have to look up. You can't uh, keep your head down. You have to look up and you have to keep going. And um, I love the a Bible verse, uh, Psalms 121, verse 1 and 2, that says that um, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Um, and every day when I needed hope, when I, when I was struggling through, what, five, five and a half years? Wow. I just looked up. I looked up and I was like, oh, Lord, I don't know where my help is coming from, really, actually. <laughs> but it's coming from you in some area and somehow. And uh, so look up always. Look up to God. Look up to the heavens and just um, just ask him for, you know, for guidance. And uh, I praised God. I praised God through music day and night. I would pick a song that would speak to me. And uh, there was probably a truth that I was not living, a song of hope or a song of, um, even a song of joy many times, a song of sorrows, a song of suffering. And I would speak it. I'll sing it over and over again. I'll sing it in my car. I'll sing running. I would sing um, cleaning the house. I would sing working until that became truth in my life. So I looked up and I praised God. And that helped me a lot to bring hope to my heart. Oh, that's fantastic. So in few words, can you share your story so we can understand what happened? Yes. Uh, well, how do I summarize the story? Um, but um, we were married for five years, my husband and I, and uh, we went through a horrific car accident. And uh, we decided to then um, not wait any longer to conceive because, you know, nobody's ever ready. Everybody wants more money <laughs> to have children. And we were like, that's it. Uh, we never know how long we're going to last in this earth. So let's, you know, let's have babies. So um, I got pregnant right away, a month later, and uh, I lost the baby in two months. Uh, it was very tough, and uh, I, was, I was very depressed, but we kept going, and uh, I got up. And then I, I got pregnant twice again, so three total, and uh, I lost all three babies. And uh, so once I started going through a bunch of struggles, um, I decided to, we decided to do more testing besides the ones that women normally do to find out what's wrong with them. And I did all of them. And there was one little thing that would be very fixable with vitamins. So we did not understand why that now I couldn't even conceive anymore after those three losses. So what they had, what happened was they decided to t test my husband for something that it's very uncommon which is um, chromosomal um, problems. And it was him, actually, not me. So he has um, genetic mosaicism. And uh, so three of his chromosomes are completely messed up. So when the chances of us conceiving was minimal, like to none, almost in existence. And uh, my doctor said, well, the only way that you would be able to conceive is to throw in part of um, IVF. And, uh, I said, okay, we're going to do it. 
we did it and it was, um, it did not work. I lost all seven embryos, uh, six embryos that we lost. And um, the one, the only one that was perfect, we transferred and it did not attach. So we were devastated. Uh, depression kicks in and um, I went through counseling. And uh, after I decided that it was maybe God's will for me not to bear any children and I had to take care of God's children. So um, all of my Bible study group, by the way, was having babies and I was in the hospital making, <laughs> helping people having babies all year long. Um, we got pregnant miraculously when we weren't even trying. And wow. uh, so now we have Scarlett and um, her name is, means red. And uh, we put our own spin to it. And we said that only by the blood of Jesus that we have Scarlett. And uh, we're going to tell her her story when she's ready for it. <laughs> oh, that I know that I have, I watched you and, and I pray for you. And yes. to see you leaving this uh, journey, it just, by the time Scarlett was born, it was very emotional for all of us because yes. we were so involved and just seeing her, you know, coming and she's, beautiful she's such a joy you can see all her <laughs> all over her face just the joy that she carries but the question here is how do we help someone listen to this podcast how do we help someone that to that has to get through years of discourage of years of being sad years of feeling that things do not happen for them what it would be, what do you want to tell them? You know, um, I read a quote the other day that I posted um, years ago. You know, Facebook has that on this day. And it's crazy to see the things that I wrote. I don't even know how I, I, those came out of my heart or where I read them. Um, but it says the suffering is the fertilizer to the roots of character. Mm. That's very deep. Um, and it is so true. And suffering can really make you or break you, right? And um, I decided to take suffering and I said it was going to make me and not break me. Mm. It was hard. I'm not saying it wasn't, it was, it was easy. By no means I had my dark days. I had my questionable days where I questioned God's love for me. I questioned my existence. I was like, God, I have more babies. <laughs> I have 10 babies in heaven total with my embryos. And what am I doing here? And they're take me up. And it was very tough. But suffering, if you focus in God, that's my take. He will make you. He will make you and he will make you bloom in the time that he wants. And uh, you just got to take one day at a time. It's not easy. Um, in the case of infertility, it's so tough because when we see your friends having babies and when you see <laughs> kids 10 years younger than you having babies and they're like, oh, I didn't even try, you know, and uh, or people that, um, that um, are not... Um, even married, you know, haven't built their life yet and ended up getting pregnant with teenagers. 
that's really tough. Not, and and it's, it's tough because it reminds you of what you don't have. Those yeah. people have nothing wrong with them. Right. You know, they have their own story and that's okay. But yeah. it reminds you of the things that you don't have. And it's so tough. Right. And I would look to them and say, that's their story. That's not my story. Mm. God has my story. And it will unfold into a beautiful picture one day that I cannot see it today. You know, it's foggy. It's not right. clear today, but that's okay. So um, take one day at a time. Look up because, um, and one of the things that I had to come to the realization also was that though I wanted to have babies more than anything in the world, it would not be the end of me. Wow. There is more to give to the world besides having babies. Mm. And I could leave a legacy through uh, many other people and children. There's so much social work to be done. And that's actually where I was going before I got pregnant. Um, I was going to go into shelter, um, not shelters, um, um, what do you call, um, places where they have foster babies. They haven't yet been adopted or have not been to homes. And I was just, there's a place here in Atlanta that you go and you can just hold them and take care of them wow. throughout the day. And that's actually what I was going to do, um, get involved with. And, and then that happened. But, you know, take one day at a time, look up and let the suffering be the fertilizer to your character, you know, let it, uh, um, it, it's such an amazing journey. I'll tell you when I know when we're suffering, it, 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 it feels horrible, but just keep going. Cause you will see through there's one day that something's going to click. God's going to show up somehow. You're going to have a realization and things do get better. That is fantastic. It, this just to listen to you encourages my heart. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true because we suffer in different ways. Yes, you know, yes, like suffering building my my business <laughs> because it's so painful to get all the inspections and the permits, and we're waiting on that. But to know that that's the fertilizer, you know. Yes, it's okay. We're going to get through this. And everybody has their own battles that they're facing. Yes. That they yes. have to, you know, face it for for that season. But mm -hmm. not every season is eternal and they pass. Exactly. Exactly. It is a season. That's that's beautifully put. It's a season. It's right. going to turn somehow, right. sometime Some it will turn out. Yes. yes. Okay. So I have two more questions for you is what is your favorite quote? And can you tell us why? Well, that one that I, that I just said it, the, um, of course, uh, suffering is the fertilizer to the roots of character. And uh, I just said it basically, but I do want to say Romans 8:28 from the Bible, because that was another turning point for me. Um, it says that we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love God and uh, who have been called according to his purpose. And I love that because when I was questioning God a lot, um, I don't remember 
which pregnancy was exactly or if it was after the pregnancies and it was through the IVF. But I do remember I was quite, I was so mad at God and I was questioning mm. him and I was just going at him like, why don't you love me? You know, haven't I done everything for you? And um, he, he reminded me of this Bible verse and I picked up my Bible and I wanted to read it again. And when I read it and he was like, you don't believe in this. And I was like, so you want me to believe that infertility is going to work for my good? And, and God told me, yes, it, it will work for your good. And I was like, okay. I, and, and literally, I almost got like a spanking of the Holy Spirit. He was like, <laughs> you either believe it or you leave it. Because you're, you're not living what you're preaching. And that was rough. I was like, okay, you know what? Where am I going to go if only him has the words of eternal life, right? Yeah. I, ha- I have to turn to him still, even if, it, even if I'm mad at him. <laughs> so what I did was I said, I'm going to believe it. And I kept saying when I was really mad, mm-hmm. I mean, Rebecca, there were days I was so mad. <laughs> and I was like, okay, God. It was almost like Sarah mm-hmm. when she laughed at God because he said he was, she was going to have a baby. And she's like, Haha. and um, I was like, okay, all of this is going to work for my good somehow. It was almost like I was being, um, how do you say, uh, I really didn't mean it, you know, but I was going to say it until it became truth in my heart. Wow. And it did. And when, I, when I, I really started believing it to the point where I was like, someone's going to drop a baby in my doorstep wow. <laughs> and it's going to work for my good. <laughs> so um, it, that was my, my break, make it or break it, basically. And uh I take the Bible verse and whenever we face struggles or um, someone especially faces struggles and come to talk to me and I, and I say it, if you love God and you live according to his purpose, don't worry. Everything's going to work out for your good. Oh, and, that's so good. <laughs> it, it's tough. It's actually because so many people mention that Bible verse. How many times have we heard it, right? Yeah. But and it's easy to say it when, you know, it's small yeah. things yeah. like buying a car, yeah. you know, or, you know, yeah, it's going to work for my good. But when it's a life or death situation yeah. and you have to believe it, man, that's, that's a, that's a, a yeah. turning point. When you have yeah. to actually apply those words into your life, that. Oh God. It's yeah. so, yeah. it's tough. It's yeah. tough. A- applying that to life and actually having that. Just having that um, that uh, that belief, you know, that, that being positive the whole time. No, it's gonna work for my good. It's rough, but that the darkest moments, it's when you have to say those things. You yep, know? absolutely. And um, my last question for you, Ju, is someone to for someone to have a better Monday. Okay, <laughs> this this uh, podcast name is Monday Motivation to help you yes. through the week. So what would be your word or your advice for somebody that wakes up on Monday and is completely deals with infertility in so many areas of their heart okay. and how to get through Monday, how to get through that? Like what would be your encouragement for them? Um, I would say put God first. 
put God first. When you wake up, just put him first in your heart, put him first in your thoughts. Um, that's the first thing I do every morning. And uh, especially when you're going through a rough time, that's what you want to do. Um, I put God first. The second thing I did was say a prayer. Always say a little prayer, say a little thanks, give him a little gratitude or uh, maybe ask a request. But just talk to God. Prayers really just talk. Mm-hmm. And then pick a favorite song and sing it. I think that's, um, you know, music uh, has such a powerful, it's such a powerful tool in our lives. You know, when we don't want to work out, we put that upbeat song and we're working out. And uh, if you don't feel like cleaning the house, you put that song up and you play it loud and it will help you. But um, especially when you're going through a rough time, pick a song that speaks to your heart and just sing it. Sing it over and over until it becomes truth in your life. Uh-huh. Um, That's great. So. That is yeah. so great. You know, in, in this uh, journey of interviewing so many people, no one ever said those three things. And I'm so glad that you were here to say that, which is put God first, say a prayer, pick a song and sing it. And sing it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I love that so much that I'm going to apply on that on my life today. I'll be <laughs> singing. <laughs> I'll tell you, it does help. It does help. I'll be packing. I'll be singing. And... Uh, and the neighbor's going to have to take it. <laughs> yes, they will have to take it. Be, I'm sure you're going to pick a good song. They, they might just join you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Ju, I just want to say thank you so much for being here in this podcast. I still think that this is nothing compared to the message that you hold for the people that struggles they are struggling in this journey or infertility or different different areas, but just this thing that God has placed on you, this message, I my eyes will see the glory of the Lord and I will see your books, which I don't think <laughs> is only one book. I think you're gonna be writing about that. But also I wanna I always tell you that we will Yes, see you do. Other books will come out. And I'm looking forward to celebrate those times when they actually get birth and be released out of you because you have you carry a message in your voice that needs to be shared. And we're so thankful that we did that today. And we were able Aww. to record it and to pass along. We don't know how many people will be touched. But yes. I, here's what I'm gonna do. I am gonna put the link for your Instagram. And, mm-hmm. and if, if someone that is listening to this podcast and wants to connect with you, they can go through Instagram, right? Or Facebook and just send your message. And, yes. Yes. I have an Instagram called, um, at, uh, my story of faith. So if you find me there, that's where you'll see all my struggles, um, my findings of infertility and what I did. That's even before I did the IVF. So, but right. I just want to say, Rebecca, that you are also such an encouragement. You are an encouragement yourself. You're a walking encouragement. <laughs> and, um, and so I remember when you were here, it was like two weeks before I got pregnant. 
And I remember um, you telling me, just encouraging me. And I remember when you left here, I was like, oh my goodness, I wish I was that encouraging. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wherever, wherever you go, you bring that encouragement too. So uh, thanks to you for the Monday motivation. And I really do pray that you keep touching lives the way you are. You always do. You're such an amazing woman. Such an inspiration. (laughs) Thank you, Julian. Thank you for being here. You were so great. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.